0: We so say this week his parasha has told us, Baruch Hashem, uh, Kosh Baruch Hu uh, to have a simcha in Shtiv. So we'll mention something that's again to told us, and it's also again to the simcha. <coughs> it says in the Yerushalmi, in Mesechas Bikurim, it says a chasen is meichn layakam vanayasaf. When a person becomes a chasen, he gets a mechila on all his averas. The makar is from a chasen in this week's parsha. It says, it says that Esav took a woman whose name was Machlas. It says the Yerushalmi was her name Machlas. Her name was Basmas. Elosh and She was called Machlas to be Miramiz. That since he made a chasana, when you get married, Hashem is That's Lashem Machlas. So I saw that Rabbi Yeshur was at, at Besif Yamav. He was very very weak, and he was invited to a shavuot and he got up and he said the following drasha. As always, a fascinating insight. He says that there's a minig to give presents to chas and kala. I believe in the old days the presents used to be practical items the chas and kala used to use. Maybe now it's more money. But he says you should know that that minig to give presents to chas and kala is a chelik of the mitzvah of simchas chas and kala. How do I know it's a mitzvah a of the mitzvah of being the sameh chas and kala? Because the Rambam says mitzah sasei shal deveiim, it's a the sasei derabanan lesameach hakal v'achosim. Then the Rambam adds the words ulisadom b'chol chetzeim to help them with whatever they need. So Gedaya sure found the Rambam that says that providing achosim and kala with their needs is a mitzah derabanan of simchas achosim and kala. So says Gedaya. We know that the Rebbeinu Shlomo is mekayim the mitzvah of being misameh chassam akala. How do we know? Because we say a bracha, ta'ashem, misameh chassam akala. So the Rebbeinu is a misameh chassam akala. So how is he mekayim this ingan of giving a present to the chassam akala? If the Rambam is telling you that a chelik of the mitzvah of simlus chassam akala is to give presents to chassam akala, and the Rebbeinu is a misameh chassam akala, so where's his present to the chassam akala? So the Ayeshor said. The Rebbein Shem gives the greatest present that a Chos HaMekala could ever get in their life. And that is, that when they're starting a new page in their lives, and they're starting to build a by Islem He's Moichol and He gives them an opportunity to be able to start with a fresh slate. He says, that's the Rebbein Hashem's present to the Chos That's His way to be Sameach to the Chos through giving them that present. I'd like to try to explain a little bit what He means at this is the present. Shalom Shadrach said that he asked his shvabr, Shalom Zaman Arbach, why is it that a chassan merits a mechidah savoinus? What does he do to deserve it? So he said, a chiddush. But he said, the truth is is that the chassan only gets a mechidah for the night of the chassanah. And after the chassan he gets the averes all back. So what's it all worth? So Shalom Zaman said a big insight. He said, a chassan on the day of his chassanah is, as you mentioned, trying to start a new page in his life. We know that a in the day before chastan does vidui. He wants to start, and maybe there were things in his earlier life that weren't so good, and he wants to do tshuva. And that's why he does achet, he does everything. He says, but how in the world is he going to be able to climb out of his aveiris if he has a whole peckle of Tumma sitting on him? He has a whole peckle of aveiris, and as a as a so the chesed of the Rabbi is the Rabbi Hashem says on the day Echazona, when it's your opportunity to start a new life and to make a Kabbalah, to start to do things differently, I'm going to take away all the ruach tumah and all the Averis so you should be able to make from a clear perspective a real decision about what you want to do with your life. He says if you don't make the right decision, they come right back to you afterwards. It's not a free it's not a free ticket but they're just taken off for the day of the Chassanah, so you should be able to make that change in your life, that it you would need that cleanliness for that moment to make that change in your life. Because Ayishu is saying it is that present that Hashem gives you, and that's His way of being with Sameach HaSem HaKal. If I could be myself, I saw an insight from Yisem Chaim Anyone who's used to that love of Yisem Chaim they always have a certain sweetness to him, and he says the following idea. He would like to say a different suggestion why Hashem is Michael, the of a Kala. He says, imagine a Chas Kala get married. And then three, four years, five years after they're married, Rahmanul Islam, let's say things are, are they're having difficulties. Rachman there's a chayla in the family. Chas Hashom, different shverkite in Parnosa. What does the Kala start, the woman start thinking? She starts thinking, you know, I thought my husband was a Tzadik. The very maybe father the chasana. He did have veiris, and that's why we're suffering. Or the, the the man starts thinking this about the lady. He's like, why are we having tzaras? I guess, you know, before the chasana, my wife must have done something wrong. So they were abundant in order to make sure that there should be shown bias. He says, I'm going to be my whole clean slate. So this way, chos and Kala come and clean. So you can never go and be fatainat on your spouse and say, after the tzaras we're having now is because of you. You can't say that. The Rebbeinu says that's not a time. And you can't hold this as a weapon against that person. The Rebbeinu says you come and clean. This way, it's a potential for, for, for shalom bayis in the house. A beautiful insight. <clears throat> I'd like to share with you just a, a very quick idea, which to me is worth a lot. Maybe one of the most famous Rashi's and Shas. It says in, 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 in Torah, It says es Yaakov. sent Yaakov. Haram, ben harami. He sent him to Padan Aram, to Lavan, the son of Esul, Achi Rivka, Eim Yaakov Esav. So Rashi says, Eim Yaakov Esav, Eim Yedea Mavlam Deinu. I don't know what this passage teaches me. This is not the first time I figured out that Rivka was Yaakov and Esav's mother. What do these words Eim Yakov Mav And we know that every single word in Rashi is so precious. So everyone asks, instead of Rashi saying, Eim Yedea Mavlam Deinu, what would be wrong if Rashi said nothing? If Rashi said nothing, I would also know that he doesn't have pshat in the apostle because if he had a pshat, he would have said it. So why come and say any idea, just write nothing? So the Chazaynish said something. I don't know if you guys will appreciate it, but I appreciate it a lot because by my Rebbe, I used to see he did this all the time in the suya, and I could never figure out why he was doing this. And I saw this Chazaynish and explained it to me. The Chazaynish said that Rashi wanted to tell you that knowing what you don't know in the suya is also Torah. In every sugya, when you take apart the suga and you say, this I know, and this I don't know, knowing what you don't know is also Galant. That's also Torah. Knowing what you don't know and you have to still know is also taira. Rashi wanted to tell you that the words, was a chelik of Rashi's By Rashi knowing what he didn't know, that was also clarity in his Torah. He knew what in Torah he still needs to learn. So Rashi says, I want to tell you, any idea is also limonat It's important to know what you don't know. Don't always focus on what you do know. Know we don't know. Rabbi, when he used to learn a sugya, every time he finished a sugya, he used to say, this is what we know, and this is what we don't know. Tell me what we know. What we don't know, you don't have to tell me. The Torah says, knowing what we don't know is also taira." That's also a chilek of the clarity of the sugya. <laughs> Probably about uh, 15, maybe 20 years ago, I was to eat a by my and it was parshas told us. So he told me the following part. He said that uh, the pasuk says that when when Yitzhak came to uh, when Yaakov came to Yitzel to try to get the brachas, so he tried to dress up like Yisov, but his manner of speech was like Yaakov. So the pasuk says, "I call call So the medrash, which everyone knows, the brashish rabbi says. Ha man, kol kol As long as Yaakov's using his kol for Torah, for Tefilah, whatever it is, ein ayadaim deyisav. Yisav cannot use his hands to attack us. Eina kol kol Yaakov, then yadayim die in So it's a famous medrash, and it's beautiful. There is just one problem with this medrash: that the Torah doesn't say ha kol kol Eina ein ayadaim deyisav. The pasuk says ha kol kol Yaakov, yedaim deyisav. The pasuk seems to be saying exactly the opposite of the medrash that when you have kol kol Yaakov, you do have Yisrael. So what's pashat jan the medrash? So I'm ready to tell me your I saw I saw later that the Chavos says word for word the same shot. He said a a He said when Yitzhak said those words, did he say it as a monotone? How did Yitzhak say it? Yitzhak said, ha kol kol Yaakov, hayadai mi Shemdesh. That's what Yitzchak was saying, right? He was saying it doesn't work. He was asking that it's a syrah. He was saying, hako kol Yaakov, on one hand, but the De'esav. So he was saying it's a syrah. That's what the Medrash is saying. The Medrash is saying that the same way Yitzchak said it, that it's a syrah, it's a syrah. You don't have, when you have kol Yaakov, you will never have the De'esav. So that's a the Medrash. It was this year to maybe have a little bit of a bigger oimek in this chat. All the bali Moser are bothered by a question that bothered me also. You know, Yaakov goes through such pains to try to trick Yitzhak. He takes clothing that has hair and he goes and he prepares the food exactly the way es- ya- Esav usually prepares it. Everything is to try to convince him that he's Esav. And then he goes and he starts talking like Yaakov. I mean, what was he thinking? What was he thinking? Why did he do the kol kol Yaakov? Right? Speak like Esav. Don't say no. Don't say nice. The whole the whole subterfuge was going to be was at risk. Why is he doing this? So the Bali Musar say, I, I can't tell you how many svarim I saw this far. I saw from a Feinstein from the other Bali Musar. He said over vice ice for Yaakov Avinu, he could not speak like an Esav. Be as it may, he knew what he had to do. He couldn't. He couldn't tell his father, get up. He couldn't, he couldn't. The whole thing can fall. He couldn't, he couldn't bring himself to say those words. Yeah, yeah, it was going to endanger the whole thing. But again, that was the Pshat of must have said. Certain, certain people can't speak certain ways. It doesn't work. But I would like to be Matziah at different shot. When did this thing become part of history? When did it become history that I call, call Yaakov, and in when did it become a part of history that when Yaakov's learning, Esau has no power to hit him? So we can suggest that it was from when they were born. We can suggest maybe waited until they were by mitzvah. I would like to make the following suggestion. Do you know when this became a fact of life? When Yitzchak Avinu said the words, Hakol Kol Yaakov Yedayim When he said those words, and like my Rebbe said, Hakol Kol Yaakov Yedayim He created this mitzius. And if you think I'm saying a chidash, because sent me to a medrash. The medrash, if you look inside, this medrash, the famous medrash, says that somebody wanted to know if Esau is going to attack them. And he said, Go to the cheder and see if the the Terekish of Esau are learning. And if they're learning, this is the Lash of the Medrash. the Medrash adds the word, they have a haftacha from their father. Who's he talking about? Yitzhak Avinu. Where did Yitzhak Avinu give a haftacha of these words? <clears throat> There's only one time you could have given this haftacha. When he said the words, HaKol Kol Yaakov de de'Isav. That means that Yaakov Avinu, by getting Yitzhak to say these words, created this mitzvah. So maybe, Adair maybe the reason Yaakov Avinu did this was to get Yitzhak to say it to create this Metzius in the world, that Hakol Kol Yaakov and Yedahim de Esav. The Medrash is saying, this is how it happened. Yitzhak Binu was in bracha mode. He was in nevuah mode. Anything he said was gonna happen. So Yaakov says, I wanna get him to say the words, Hakol Kol Yaakov Yedahim de Esav. To create this Metzius in the Bria, that it's not Shayich, that when Yaakov's learning, Esav can affect him. So it was worth it. What's gonna be with the whole thing? I mentioned the Alshach says, that Yaakov relied on that the, the, the sense of feeling is stronger than the sense of hearing. So he figured that at the end of the day, Yitzhak will go with the sense of feel over the sense of hearing. And kachava, right? we see it worked. At the end of the day, he gave him the brachas. Yaakov wasn't worried that it wasn't going to work. So why did he do it? He did it to get to elicit that Yitzhak should say these words. It says, it says at the end of the parasha that um, Yaakov got out of town and he was told by his parents to get out of town until the chema of of Eesop should pass. So Rosham Shaval Hirsch notes that he doesn't use the term af, which is the more common term for anger. He uses the term chema. So he says that the word af is anger, but it's anger on the face, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it hit the heart. Chema is when the anger has actually reached the heart. When it says by that he chema, it means it's deep, deep in the heart. It's a very, very deep anger. So the Torah used this term to give you an idea of how much of hated Yaakov. You know, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh, there's a, a famous story with the Stipler. The Stipler once had a person that came up to him and he says, remember, he says, I have an anger problem. I have an anger problem. And I have tried everything. Tried everything under the sun and I cannot overcome my anger. I've tried self-help books. I've learned Moser Svarim. I've done everything in the world. I cannot stop my anger. Could you please help me? So the stipler says, I can solve your anger problem, but it's going to cost you five minutes of your life. And for those five minutes, you have to stare at my face. OK, After what? stare at my face. OK, so he says, fine, what could we go looking at the stipler for five minutes straight? So he put his gaze on the stipler. And after that 10 seconds, the stipler started making facial motions with his face. Excuse me, the most retarded-looking face. One eye up and one eye in, and he started to drool and whatever it is. And for five minutes straight, he made the most ridiculous-looking faces. And he made this guy look at him for five minutes. And when he finished doing that for five minutes, he said, that's how you look when you get angry. And the man said that for the rest of his life he had engraved the stipler's face and he couldn't get angry. I think Zen cooked ice a when he's angry. He couldn't put himself in that position anymore. That worked. That worked, Pasha, that was the most <coughs> sah from the stipler. To see Pasha brother, thinks a little bit how he looks, and then such a So said, the Just end off Pasha with a uh, with a uh, Bainabakhaya. If you see, if you heard the Rebbeinu Bichai, it's Kedai the But if not, I'm advising everybody to look it up. There's a parish in the Torah. You just go through. You have no idea what it's teaching us. It says, "V'chol hashachafru, all the wells that Avram Avinu died." So it says that uh, the Plishdim filled it up and so redog them. What's the purpose of this pasuk? It says Rebbeinu Bichai, irus." This is supposed to wake you up. What's it supposed to wake you up? Because he says Avram Avinu. The pasuk says, when he redug the wells, he gave them names. What names did he give them? The exact same names that his father called them. He says, why is the Torah telling me this to teach me? A person should not change from the derech that his parents chose. Even the names of the wells. When you want to change them, the Tata called the well this name, I'm going to keep it. V'zeh, k'avu choimer, v'tarchei ha'avos, uminigaysayim, umosashalem. K'avu choimer, when our fathers had certain jirochem and Avadis Hashem, certain menhagim, k'avu we should not change chas v'shalem, any of the menhagim that we have from our father. And he ends off with a fascinating insight, We have three Oves, Two out of the three had their names changed. Avram's name was changed from Avon to Avram, and Yaakov was changed to Yisrael. One of the others never had his name changed. His name was Yitzhak. Says Rabbi Bukhay, why? Because he kept the names of the, of the wells as the same names as his father, father. He went in the Messiah of his fathers. He was late to keep his name. His name did not have to change. This is Rabbeinu B'chai telling us, in case anybody asks you, where is the Makar in the Torah from his Sayyidah? says, it's this parish in the Torah. for The Tata called him a certain name, keep the name. I don't know why my father called him this name, but he had a reason. So, if my father had certain men hug him, or took certain things upon him, we go in the Daikhe Avu There's a reason for it. The person has to go in the Minik say him. That is what this parasha teaches us i give the